Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we explore scripture and delve into the Word of God. Wow, what a joy to stand here before you and some of you are watching me online. I am grateful that you're a part of today's service and I'm privileged to share God's word with you as the Lord's servant. Father, we thank you because you're here with us and you're going to speak to us. You're already speaking, so continue speaking to us in Jesus' name. And everybody says, amen, amen. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I want to declare to you right now that God is awesome. His presence is awesome. His love is awesome. His power is awesome. His authority is awesome. Everything about God and everything that he does is awesome. And when we say God is awesome, what do we mean? This is what we mean. Oh, are you ready? Are you ready? This is what it means. God is awesome. God never ceases to amaze us. Who he is is amazing. What he does is amazing. Who he is is astounding. What he does is outstanding. Who he is fills us with wonder. What he does fills us with wonder. There's no one like our God. And there's no one who does what our God is able to do. That's why this year, our theme is, who remembers what it is? Come on, can we say it together? Awesome. Come on, say it because we're in it. Awesome God, do it again. And by the way, we, are, we draw that theme from Habakkuk. Now, some people pronounce that name as Habakkuk. Um, I don't know which one is the better way of pronouncing it. I think mine is the better way. Habakkuk. The other one sounds funny. So we draw our theme for this year, awesome God, do it again, from Habakkuk chapter, chapter 3, verse 2. Habakkuk says, Oh Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. Lord, repeat them in our day, in our time, make them known. I stand in awe of you because of what you have done. Now, Lord, repeat what you have done in the past in our day. Meaning, do the miracles that you performed yesterday in our day, today. I think that should be your prayer as well. That God who performed miracles yesterday. That God who did wonders yesterday. That God who moved yesterday. That God who spoke yesterday will speak to you, will move in your life, will perform a miracle in your life, in your family, at your workplace, in your school, in your community, in this city. We want to see God move in Kampala. We want to see God move in Uganda. We want to see the awesome God move in our world, in Africa. That's the cry of our hearts. Because we believe in and we worship 
the awesome God. The thought of him brings us to our knees. The thought of what he does brings us to our knees. The thought of what, who, who, who he is amazes us. We are all struck. That's a good word there. We are all struck by who God is. We are all struck by what our God does. I want to announce to you that God is not just the God of yesterday. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is for you. He is with you. And so today, this weekend, I want us to pick just one aspect of God. That shows us how awesome he is. And so I want to talk about awesome God. He is all powerful. He is all powerful. We, the theologians, pastors, call the all powerfulness of God his omnipotence. Now you can add that to your vocabulary. <laughs> he is all-powerful. And this is what Jeremiah says about him in his prayer to him. In chapter 32. So in that chapter, God instructs, commands Jeremiah to buy a piece of property from his cousin, Hanamel. And Nehemiah did not approach his cousin for, for his property, to buy his property. God, because he is awesome and therefore all-powerful, moved Hanamel, and Hanamel went to Jer approach ne Jeremiah and said, I have a piece of property to sell to you. And so Jeremiah buys that property and then as he was giving the document, the land title. By the way, land titles did not begin today. They began in the Bible. As he was handing the land title to his personal assistant, secretary, Baruch, hey, the man burst in prayer to God. In fact, it was worship that he expressed to God. And so he said, ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. You know, when God's arm is outstretched, it means he's ready to act. Nothing is too hard for you. You show love to thousands, but bring the punishment for the parents' sins into the laps of their children after them. Great and mighty God whose name is the Lord Almighty, El Shaddai. Wow, the all-powerful God. Great are your purposes and mighty are your deeds. Your eyes are open to the ways of all mankind. You reward each person according to their conduct and as their deeds deserve. You perform the signs and wonders in Egypt and have continued to perform them to this day in Israel, and among all mankind around all the world, and have gained the renown that is still yours. My God, God's renown is that he is an awesome God. 
and he will never cease to be awesome. He will never cease to be all-powerful. Wow. Verse 20. Oh, I've, read, I've already read that. Let me go to verse 21, okay? You brought your people Israel out of Egypt with signs and wonders, the all-powerful God, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with great terror. God filled Egypt with fear. It's not God our God is not a terrorist. But he terrified the Egyptians because the Egyptians, Pharaoh and his people did not want to release God's people. So God says, you're going to see who I am. I am the all-powerful God. Pharaoh, you think you're powerful. You are nothing. I am going to show you who I am and what my power is. And indeed, he showed Pharaoh who he is and what he's able to do. Can I tell you something? We don't need to be afraid of God. We don't need to be terrified of God. If you're a child of God, what you experience as the power of God is his loving kindness. But if you're not yet a child of God, if you haven't given your life to Jesus, yes, you have a reason to be fearful of God. But God says to you today, you don't need to fear me. You don't need to be afraid of me. Hey, my arms are wide open to welcome you into a relationship with me. And you will experience my power as the old powerful God out of my love for you. So let me finish let me finish that portion of Jeremiah verse 22 You gave them this land you had sworn to give their ancestors a land flowing with milk and honey It was a miracle for them to possess the land of Canaan It was by the way That reminds me of what to church You know this building here we sit in this morning. This building in which we worship Jesus, the awesome God, is a miracle from God. God gave Watoto Church this miracle in, as a miracle from him. Gave Watoto Church this building as a miracle from him. The all-powerful God. This was a detention center. This was a torture center in those days of anarchy. But thanks be to the all-powerful God, this now is a place of worship. So, God is awesome because he is all-powerful. Everybody say all-powerful. Come on, say it because you mean it all-powerful. And some of you are online, you can post it there. Post the emoji, whatever it is. All-powerful God. So when we say God is all-powerful, what are we talking about? Number one, are you ready to hear something more about God? The awesome God who is all-powerful. This is what it means. God is all-powerful means this. God is eternally all-powerful. Forever. There is no beginning of God being all-powerful. 
And there is no end of God being powerful. There is nothing in the middle there of God being all powerful. God is constantly all powerful. God is consistently all powerful. So let me read what Jeremiah says again in chapter 32 verse 20. You performed signs and wonders in Egypt and have continued to perform them to this day in Israel and among all mankind, in Uganda, in Kampala, in Moscow, in Russia, in Europe, in America, in Asia. Our God, who is all powerful, is moving and performing signs and wonders, even in rural Uganda. And have gained, you have gained the renown that is still yours. No one can take away from God who he is. No one can take away the power that God has. The power that God possesses. So God is, is forever powerful, all powerful, eternally all powerful. You know, the people in the past who were once powerful, but they are no more. Here in Uganda, there was a dictator. He was the president of, just in case you do not know, and I know young people, you don't know this, for eight years, there was a man called Adi Amin Dada. He called himself the field marshal. He is, the, the, I think he's the, the, the conqueror of the British Empire. He said that one time, he declared, I'm the conqueror of the British Empire. But after eight years of him ruling Uganda with an iron fist as a dictator, God brought him down. Can I tell you something? Nations rise and nations fall. It doesn't matter how powerful they are. Men and women rise and men and women fall. It doesn't matter how powerful they are. There is only one person who is eternally all-powerful, and that is God. What does that mean now? So what does that mean to us? We can trust in the all-powerful God. We can trust him with our lives. We can trust him with our future. We can trust him with our needs. We can trust him with our problems. We can trust him with our situations. We can run to him when we are in need. We can turn to him when we do not know what to do. Because he is the all-powerful God. Even when men and women fail us, there is the all-powerful God who will never fail us. Because God has no problems. By the way, I have problems. I do. When you come to me, I will tell you I'm not able to help you. But God will never say I'm unable to help you. Secondly, when we say God is all-powerful, what do we mean? I love this one. As much as I love the, uh, the idea that he is eternally all-powerful. God, what do we mean by God being all-powerful is that he is independently all-powerful. What does, that, what, what does that mean? It means simply this. God has no delegated power. Nobody delegated his power to God. Say, God, you use it. <laughs> Nobody gave, gave the Lord the key that this is delegated power and authority for you. Use it as long as you subordinate to me. 
You know, when somebody delegates their power to you, it means you are subordinated to them. It means you're junior to them. It means they are your superior and you're under them. It means you are their servant and they are, them, and, and they are your master. God has no master. God has no superior. God has no boss. God has no employer. God has no sustainer. God has no provider. God has no consultant. God is independently all-powerful. May I read Jeremiah again? 32 from verse 21 to 22. Jeremiah in his prayer recognizes what God did in Egypt to set the, the, the Israelites um, free from the bondage they were in in Egypt. He said, you brought your people Israel out of Egypt with signs and wonders. Wow! With signs and wonders. By a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with great terror. You gave them this land you had sworn to give the ancestors a land flowing with milk, milk and honey. Can I comment, make a comment on that briefly? You see, at that time, Egypt was the superpower. It was a powerful nation. But God did not ask Pharaoh permission to let the Israelites go. He didn't go to Pharaoh and say, hey, Pharaoh, can you, is it okay for you to let the Israelites go? Pharaoh, he didn't beg Pharaoh, oh, my, oh, my people are suffering, suffering in your hands. Please let them, please release them. Release them for a season. They will come back to worship. They will come back to serve you. God walked into Egypt as the all-powerful God and said through Moses, let my people go. It was a command. It was not a suggestion. Oh my God, it was not an idea. It wasn't a proposal. It wasn't an option. Let my people go. Right now, I hear God saying to somebody here or online, he says to Satan, let my daughter go. Let my son go. Let my child go. Let that marriage go. Let that job go. He is commanding Satan on your behalf. He is commanding the evil one, the devourer, oh, the thief, the robber who comes to steal, to kill and destroy. He, he is commanding the one who holds people in bondage to let you go. Receive your freedom. Receive your freedom. And by the way, before I go to the last point about what God, God is all-powerful means. Daniel writes in, um, in chapter 4 that King Nebuchadnezzar, I think that's the right way of pronouncing it, not so Pastor Brian, King Nebuchadnezzar, he was a very powerful, powerful ruler. Amen. He's the one who led his army to attack Judah and burnt down the city of Jerusalem and the temple and took Israelites into captivity in Babylon. But because he became proud, God showed him how powerful he is. 
He thought he was the most powerful man in the whole world. Not knowing, oh, there's someone else who is, I don't, how to, I don't know how to describe God. But let me just say it in simple language. He didn't know that there's somebody who, who is the most powerful of all. Of all powerful people. And so God humbled him. For lack of a better way of putting it. To be polite. It should be humiliated him. But God humbled him. And drove him out of his kingdom into the wild. The man began in the wild. He behaved like an animal. He was not bathing. No shower. No brushing teeth. He was smelly. And he was eating grass. Then... Sense dawned on him. He realized, ah, I need to humble myself before this God. And when he humbled himself, God restored him to his kingdom and restored his sanity. Can I tell you something? Our God is a God of a second chance. It doesn't matter how far you have fallen. It does not matter how rebellious you have been against God. It doesn't matter what you have done, how messed up you are. God, who is all powerful, is able to restore you to what you're meant to be. There is who you are meant to be. There is where you are meant to be. You're meant to be in a relationship with God. You're meant to live for God. You're meant to be free. God is able to restore you to who you are meant to be. So what do you do? Give your life to him. Humble yourself like, like Nebuchadnezzar. Then the last thing about what God, the all-powerful God means is that God, his power is matchless and limitless. Matchless and limitless. No end to his power. I mean, there are people who are Voted into power and voted out of power. God has never been, never been voted into power and he will never be voted out of power. There are people, you know, some of you are leaders, business leaders, whatever, whatever you are, you're a leader in the marketplace. Hey, you've been appointed, but there's a day you might be disappointed. God has never been appointed and he will never be disappointed. Because his power is matchless and limitless. Isaiah 40 verse 28 says this. Have you never heard? He's speaking to us right now. Do you believe that? Have you never heard? Have you never understood? <laughs> the Lord is the everlasting God. The creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. That gives me hope. That makes me secure. I, 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 my future, my life, my marriage, my family is secure in the hands of God who is all powerful. Because he never grows weak or weary. He never becomes tired. You know, a tired person cannot help you. A tired person cannot be a blessing to you, but I tell you, our God has much less power and limitless power. 
We can trust in Him. We can depend on Him. Come on, let's rely on Him. Not on our abilities, not on our power, not on our knowledge, not on our understanding, not on our education, not on our wealth. Uganda, depend on God. America, depend on God. Europe, depend on God. Asia, depend on God. Russia, depend on God. Ukraine, depend on God. Because the arm of flesh will fail you. But our God will never fail us. So, the all-powerful God is here. He's wherever you are to do something in your life. I want to end with this. How do we respond? When we think about the awesome God who is all-powerful, our response should be, like Habakkuk. Lord, I stand in awe of you. Worship. We worship him. The awesome God. The all-powerful God. We worship him. We adore him. Oh, we adore you. We worship you. The awesome God. We is all-powerful. So instead of worshiping Satan, we worship God. Instead of worshiping our achievements, our accomplishments, power and sex, all of those things that are nothing and will come to nothing, we should worship the awesome God who is all-powerful. God, I stand in awe of you. I'm amazed. I'm overwhelmed by who you are and what you do. I've already talked about trusting in him. I don't want to talk about that again. But here is what I want you right now to believe. The all-powerful God wants you to experience his power today. It's not tomorrow. He's not saying wait till tomorrow. He's saying, I want you to experience my power today, right now. In your home, in your bedroom, even in... You could be in a prison or in a hospital. It doesn't matter. Maybe you're on the road. God wants you to experience his power. His liberating power. Are you held in bondage? In the bondage of sin? Sexual immorality? Alcoholism? Cheating? Lying? Corruption? Anger? Violence? Whatever it is, you're held in. God has the power to set you free. Is it masturbation? Are you thinking about taking your own life? That is a spirit of suicide operating in your life. God wants to set you free. Are you, are you held in the captive of, um, 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 are you held captive by witchcraft? God has the power to set you free. Oh, well, all you need to do is, say, is, is to say, God, here is my life, take it. Here is my life. I surrender it to you. I give it to you. Here is my situation. Here is my problem. Here is the mountain I'm seeing before me. I surrender it to you. Miracles are still being performed by the, the all-powerful God today. We had some miracles of healing a while ago. And I remember some years ago, there were Two couples, 
who had not had children for many years. One couple had not had children for 17 years. Another couple, 20 years. The God we are talking about, the awesome God, the all-powerful God. God who is awesome because he is all-powerful, moved in their lives. And as we speak today, they have children. What can't God do? There's nothing. Are you scared? Are you terrified? Are you confused? Are you worried? Are you depressed? Do you feel alone? Do you feel rejected? Do you feel you're out there in the cold? You're not out there in the cold? There's nothing that is too hard for God to do. Believe him for a miracle. For yourself, for your family, for your children, for your marriage, for employment, for growth in your business. Come on. God is able to resurrect dead things. You know, he parted the Red Sea for the Israelites. That was a miracle. He fed them for 40 years in the desert. My God, is he not able to feed you? He sustained them. And when he was on earth, Jesus, he calmed the raging sea, the raging storm. Are you going through a storm in your life and it's raging? It's terrifying. He has the power to calm that storm. And you'll be at peace. He resurrected Lazarus, who was dead, who was buried. He was in the grave. His body was in the grave, I think, for about I mean, four days. Is there something that is dead in your life, maybe a dream or a business has collapsed or whatever it is, a company, something. God is able to resurrect it. Oh, you feel like the doctors have told, the doctors have told you, you are dying. You are not going to die because there is the all-powerful God. He has the final word. word. He holds your life by the power of his word. He holds your future. I'm speaking to someone here by the power of his word. He holds your destiny and the destiny of your family. He holds the destiny of Uganda, of Africa by the power of his word. He holds the destiny of America and every part of the world by the power of his word. Can we celebrate that God right now? Come on, let's celebrate him. Come on, let's celebrate him. Come on, let's celebrate him. Celebrate that, that God, the all-powerful God. Come on, can we give him a standing ovation? Everybody just stand. Let's give our God a standing ovation. The all-powerful God. God whose power is matchless, limitless, eternal, independent. We praise him. Thank you for listening. We hope this encourages you to step into the new. Tune in next time as we delve into the word of God. For comments and feedback or counseling, Write to connect at watertochurch.com. Hey, hey,